From the Truman State University Index, my name is Ryan Pavoni, and this is Dry Ink. Today, Erica Lindsay, the Index Features and Opinions Editor, joins to talk about how her case was handled by Truman after she tested positive for COVID-19. Today is Thursday, October 8th. What was your experience of being a COVID patient at Truman or in Kirksville? So it was definitely interesting. Um, for me, I was able to get tested pretty quick. So um, I didn't have much issue with it, but it was a little challenging for my friends where I come in contact with because um, I got tested on a Friday afternoon at the health center which meant that I didn't have time to get my positive in by the end of that day, but everybody else had to wait until, like, after the weekend, um, which I thought was kind of weird because, um, especially, like, coming from Maryland, there seemed to be, like, a lot less restrictions here, um, but there's, like, also a lot less testing, which kind of seems, you know, paradoxical because it's, it's like there would be a lot more risk involved, you would think, so you would think that there would testing, but yeah, I was just kind of like baffled at how long some people had to wait. Yeah. I guess generally, what led you to know that you might be positive for coronavirus and what was like your testing experience? Yeah, so um, I had a pretty intense headache on Sunday. Um, I was able to go to like Zoom meetings and stuff, but I called off that night just to stay safe. We are supposed to come to the office. Um, we had a headache. I was kind of like a to do a bunch of different things. Um, like the temperature kept changing that week. It was like right after that week of straight up rain and cold. And that pressure gets to me a lot. It was like a muggle. Um, but like there were so many other factors that come together that it was like kind of like impossible to isolate the cause. So like you might be experiencing like allergies or like you have a seasonal like sinus infections. Um, and like you're you're scared, um, but you also like want to find out any other reasons that you can like assure yourself that you're okay. Um, because you like you don't want to you don't want to inconvenience the people around you. Um, I, I consider myself kind of a hypochondriac, so um, I didn't want to put like everybody else's lives on hold just because I was like overreacting. Um, but like I did decide to miss a lot of my in-person stuff that week because just like out of caution. Um, even though I still probably came in contact with like too many people, so like my roommates, they were getting kind of concerned. They were probably, I mean, I was very concerned, but I was also trying to, you know, like go through life. I was a busy week for me. Um, and they, they were the ones that kind of like urged me to get tested. And it was just like, it was such an internal conflict. Um, because like, you just, you have all these responsibilities, especially just like being at a college. Um, and like, you have responsibility to people who you come in contact with and like what you're involved in. And um, like going into that process, I have no clue how long it's going to take, like how long everybody is going to be in limbo. Like you don't want to, you don't want to scare people over nothing, but you also don't, you want to keep people safe. Um, so like after a few days with the headache, it was other symptoms started creeping up, like running there. Um, and so pretty stepped up and then it was like very, like, burning 
Gotcha. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned having these like um, responsibilities that you didn't want to give up when you were kind of suspecting that you might have it. What I, I guess what was your experience after you had had it? Was it pretty positive from the university or the community that you need to take some time off and get away for a little bit? I'd say for the most part, um, my teachers were really understanding. I think I sent them emails, or at least my in-person teacher or professors. Um, I let them know pretty quick, and they they were like, "Yeah, take the time that you need." Of course, um, I even had a few tests that week that they made like amends for, which was really really understanding. Um, my coach had told me, you know, it's not your fault. Um, but I have to call him pretty quick afterward. Um, I think I just, I kind of imposed a lot of guilt on myself. I felt like I was um, really inconveniencing a lot of people around me. And looking back, I probably shouldn't have felt um, that way. It was just putting more stress on myself during like an already stressful situation and my body was already kind of working against it. So I probably should have done that. But um, yeah, I think the most negativity I've had really Gotcha. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How did your isolation period go? Or have you heard anything about maybe like the contact tracing process with your case? So I, I got a call um, that that night slash afternoon. I called a lot of people beforehand, but then the contact tracer had called me. Um, and it seems like the students are training. Most of them, they're working with the health department and also, um, or like I guess the health center had their health department. Um, and I kind of thought it was weird that it was students, um, just because like a lot of the questions, it can be kind of embarrassing to answer because um, like they'll ask who you came in contact with and you feel like anybody you come in contact with at that point is kind of irresponsible. And so you're naming all these names and there's like, they could be peers of yours, you know. Um, so I thought that that was kind of strange. But uh, they call you every single day after the contact trace just to check in with you and make sure everything's going okay. Um, I also got called, I'm not sure if this is just an athlete thing, but I also got called by an athletic trainer who was doing some contact tracing. Um, and I listed all the names. Um, it's kind of interesting too. I think I listed some names that weren't necessarily um, called or told that they didn't need to um, isolate. But I, I'm not sure what that was about. Um, once we had found out that there were other people affected, because I there were a few friends of mine who also had it. I think those same people got called and eventually did have to um, quarantine. But I, yeah, I didn't really understand like the decision making process involved in that. Could you talk a little bit more about, like, maybe taking a step back from, like, courses or extracurricular activities? Like, what was that like for you? So, most of the courses are asynchronous, so it didn't really affect them that much. Um, I actually, I had quite a few tests that week. So, in, in one way, it was, I don't want to say it was a blessing, but it was good that I had the free time to dedicate to those. Mm-hmm. 
looking back, I might have wanted to take a break. Um, because I don't know if you've ever heard of like COVID brain, but you kind of get foggy. Um, and like the tests were okay, but I think I might have been able to start better if I would have waited. So again, that's just like kind of the pressure that I put on myself. Um, I think I was also like just looking for any kind of distraction at that point because I did have to take time off the strict grandchildren and I'm a pretty busy person. So I was just kind of looking for anything to do and I really like hit the books and um, just tried to like emulate the normal day to day as much as I possibly could. It was really difficult to find that balance between, you know, like making things seem normal but also getting that rest. Do you have any other thoughts about uh, like how Truman or um, the Adair County Health Department handled your case? Um, I think I think Truman's doing a lot of things right. Um, I think that in a lot of ways they're doing the best that they can under the circumstances. But um, it does feel like there's a lot of things that are kind of um, unavoidable when it comes to like in-person school, you know, um, it's just, it, it kind of comes with the territory, I suppose. Um, and I don't think, I don't think it's my place to say whether things should have been intentional or not. Um, like in a lot of ways, I feel, I feel great, grateful that I can be here. Um, but also, you know, you start to kind of wonder, would I, would I have had this if I was, you know, back home or, um, not going to campus every day? Um, well, thank you so much, Erica. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Here's what else you need to know. The admissions office has implemented some new measures in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. These changes include online showcases, virtual tours, and limited in-person tours. With more restrictions, fewer prospective students and families have been visiting campus. The study abroad office has canceled all study abroad trips this semester after calling all study abroad students home last spring. With no trips happening this semester, the study abroad office staff is working on new ways to provide resources online. Students can expect the decision of whether or not Truman will cancel next semester's trips to be made later this month. Local businesses saw a dramatic effect in their number of customers after students left campus early last spring at the start of the pandemic. Despite the temporary closure of many businesses, like Leisure World or Take Root Cafe, the city saw a 3% increase in local sales tax revenue. Take Root Cafe announced it would be closing October 9th, citing lack of customers as the reason. For these stories and more, check out tmn.truman.edu. There, you can also sign up for the Index newsletter, which comes out every Thursday. You should also follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Truman Index. See you next week.